listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips. Uh, coming to you live on a Saturday. Yes, yes, y'all. Which means it's feedback time, which means we're going to read your feedback that you gave us for five star reviews. We're going to play your voicemails because Skype is actually working today. Um, we're going to uh, read your emails, your comments on our website, all that good stuff. Uh, so many ways to give us feedback. Okay, the best way we love five star reviews. Mm-hmm. They help us move up the rankings on iTunes. It's been two months since we got one on Stitcher. We'd love to get some on Stitcher. Um, we appreciate y'all telling us why you like the show. As long as they're five stars and they're nice, we'll read them. Um, you can also go to the website theblackguywhotips.com. You can uh, become a donator there. You can leave comments. You can vote in the polls. Each episode has one. You can become a premium member by going to theblackguywhotips.com slash premium. All kinds of stuff to help us out and to, uh, you know, and, and, uh, to support the show and to give us feedback. Uh, you can leave us voicemails as long as they're two minutes or less at 704-557-0186. We appreciate everyone takes the time out to do that. The official weapon of the show is the taser, the unofficial sport, it's bullet ball, and bullet ball extreme. I dedicate this song to recession, depression, and unemployment. This song is for you. Today's a new day. We like to give a shout out to the people that donated, starting with Laura F. Thank you, Laura. We appreciate yes, you. Yes, baby. Armand B. We appreciate you as well. Christopher from Hawaii. Thanks, Chris from Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Kalfani G. We appreciate you. Conrad uh, from the official recurring first time donor. Of course. Brianna F. Thank you so much. April G. Appreciate you, April. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corey the Tickler. Shout out to my man Corey. Tabitha M, thank you. June from Harlem, thank you, June. Alexis H, appreciate you. Regina G, thank you so much. Chance H, uh, not to be confused, Chance the Rapper, thank you. Ray Sonny, you guys know her, uh, writer on The Good Place. Uh, Tanya S, thank you so much. Samuel H, appreciate you. Dana W, thank you so much. Our boy Wanga from the land down under. Billy M, thank you, Billy. We appreciate you. Ashia B, thank you, Ashia, or is it Aisha? Um, Lisa D, thank you very much. We appreciate you, Lisa. Um, remind me of Lisa from uh, Coming to America. Y'all remember that movie? Yes. Um, and then uh, everybody else is waiting on it to load. All right, awesome. Just go ahead and wait on this to load. Well, while Roderick is, uh. Okay, waiting. Shirley Wong, Esquire, please say to Esquire. Kelly C, thank you, Kelly. Quinones D, thank you, Quinones. Zivia D, you too. Jane M, and Tiffany B. And we got a one time donation from Jasmine P, who says, love y'all podcast, hugs and kisses. Thank you. That's everybody. Thank you. Oh, so you want to get through them for the side to stop again? Yep. I sure did. Still. Think they played this at Meghan Markle wedding? Uh, go ahead, Cam. What are you gonna say? Nah, they, shit, they might have. Um, 
I was going to say, for those who, Roderick said we haven't received any reviews on Stitcher Radio. For those of you that want to leave reviews, review Stitcher's a little different. Stitcher actually sends an email confirmation. So if you've sent us a review in the past and you like, well, and never posted, please check your junk mail because um, Stitcher actually wants you to confirm your email address before it posts your reviews and the easiest way to leave us a review on stitcher is actually just to google the black guy who tips uh stitcher review and our page you come right up you click on it up in the top left hand corner click on the five stars and you can leave us a review um those of you that if you have an ios device i don't know about androids and other devices if you have an ios device it would allow you to leave comments per episode but those comments do not go to our five star page Mm -hmm. um now itunes five star reviews we got three k-i-w-i oh yes kiwi 0728 says five star pod these two hard-working hosts are everything they provide hilarious and poignant social commentary that gets me through my day finally putting my money in the collection plate thank you thank you every little bit helps you put okay. five on it now, wow. you, now you can turn around and judge everybody else in the room who you mm-hmm. know ain't put two on it exactly we appreciate y'all mm-hmm. um ab ab fly 3000 says like spending a few extra hours at the salon <laughs> <laughs> but in a good way yeah i know right because you know sometimes it can be bad you we all know them trips right uh, i first stumbled onto this podcast through another podcast that credits you for their review policy i was initially confused because the first episode was a review of some scary sci-fi show i don't watch and i never heard a bullet ball so i quit after i realized that would be the extent of the program Mm-mm-mm. the next day features some overly familiar light-skinned sounding dude who seemed kind of shady so i quit again the third day was a feedback show and even though i didn't understand all the praise i figured i must be missing something so i came back over a year later i never missed an episode you guys are fantastic every time you sign off by saying i love you to one another i feel both happy and have shared with you and sad that it's over oh bravo to you both karen and co-host oh thank you yeah probably it was either justin or jl one of them two light-skinned niggas overly familiar had to be justin okay okay yeah yeah it had to be justin and you know what i understand those are the risks we take every day with this yeah, show yeah that, yeah that's i why, can't even imagine that's the why of, he's behind the paywall now you have to pay to hear him talk i can't imagine the amount of people that have tuned in thought they yes. got a handle on what our show was about and was like why was anyone listening to this whatever i know i'll start listening and be like who is this nigga that's interrupting the show and keep talking over well, rod well i'm not even just talking about justin i mean you know our show is whatever we want it to be so it is some days you tune in and it's a game of thrones review and some days you tune in and it's talking about walking dead yeah, and right. some days it's nothing but white people news and some days it's uh it's whatever the fuck we want it to be and right. that's one of the reasons i love doing what we do mm-hmm. but at the same time i understand that in a world of podcasting where most people have picked rigid structural and structured like shows, things yeah. where they just kind of imitate what's already being done in other mediums like oh let's do the same show you can watch on uh you know on uh, here on the radio let's just but i'll do it in a podcast form it's amazing to me how not how there haven't been as many people who have truly tried to take the genre and do bend it to their will and do whatever they want to do right because it's literally a blank canvas and it's like it's a blank canvas and people go well fuck all the blank shit i'm just gonna do what's already been done 
and you have a lot a lot of times they're brown people who are like it's a blank canvas oh shit i get to do what i want to and they go dancing and partying because podcast is one of the few spaces um um uh, people of color people that are marginalized can get out and do their own thing and i haven't not trying to find i have any restrictions from the white man yeah it's just that we've been left out of stuff and it's cool to be able to say well not only do i want to do it for myself and be included but I, I would like to only be responsible to myself and if your audience trusts you they go through it with you so it's cool i like hearing these stories of people that had a initial bad impression of the show and and eventually like oh no i love this show it's it's it's, it's unique it, it is and i like how um we eventually uh for a lot of people winning them over you know what was really and it's not really funny but when people called they were like lord have mercy i called and karen just to talking and i couldn't get over her voice but after a while she sweetened up on me and i'm so glad that i sweetened up they on called me. no no they like, would like write the show mm. like this person did and would be like at first i listened to the show and i didn't know if i can get past y'all accents mm. particularly my accent and um stuff like that but then after a while we sweetened up on them and i'm yeah i'm speaking english as far as i put like this i don't accents don't bother me because as long as you if i can understand you and, and your podcast is good i'm there but you know for some people they have to get accustomed to and, op- and actually open up their horizon to people that's not like them yeah i think also it's weird because like people pride themselves on a lot of like um unapologetic blackness and you know uh trap yoga and type shit and then like when they come to a show that really doesn't um give a fuck on certain elements it's almost like it for some people it causes this reaction of like reacting to like what are white people gonna think or why doesn't this sound like what white people do or you know why isn't every podcast 30 minutes long once a week you know shit like that and i like that we have taken this and done whatever the fuck we wanted to do and just nobody can tell us different because we know what we're doing we make money off of it we have fans that are dedicated and loyal that um i'm proud of Mm -hmm. to have these fans like me too like i never see our fans into some shit where i'm like oh come on now you know (laughs) like like it's always Mm -hmm. just kind of like oh that's dope so anyway man we what we do we bring a lot of people together because of our uniqueness and and it spreads to other shows and you see other shows doing stuff so yes you know it's cool man i'm glad to, um like that review policy when we started that it didn't exist Mm-mm. we were the only podcast being like yo leave us a five-star review we'll read it on the air no matter what you say and then we over the years you know after you get trolled a few times you're like eh, no more of what you say you gotta keep it nice uh but you know that's like that's some different shit you know so we we've changed the game and now there's so many podcasts that use that policy i guarantee half of them don't even know where it comes from right or you know they might not even listen to our show anymore or they might not even fuck with our show anymore but they definitely took that policy from us and they can never erase that imprint we had on the game nope gotta be innovators man um i hate i had to rate five stars this time says tcc 6116 so i don't know what that means last time i guess last time we didn't, we didn't we get didn't, five yeah we didn't, we got 450 475 last time it was like mm, i can't get right. that extra 25 on it and we didn't read it we was like uh four stars mm-mm, mm-mm, never mind mm-mm. i don't see it your episodes touch me when you get on topics such as relationships i reached out to my best friend once again who seems to have cut me off i don't know why she did isn't it something with me is it isn't it something with me her or me thanks for touching on this subject social media can, can't be the death and life of real of real life the death of real life relationships yeah yeah man social media is 
changed the game in my lifetime i can mm-hmm. admit that much like there's a lot of people like i said and i know i'm not alone because sometimes i'll say something on twitter and i'm really just talking about myself and a lot of people will retweet or share it or like one of the things i said was as an i know i'm an introvert because i don't have two modes of uh if you ask me how i'm doing i only got two things i say good uh which i may be doing good it's not that it doesn't mean i'm not but it's either good or i can talk your fucking head off for 30 minutes to an hour because i keep you know i only i either want to have that type of intimate conversation i don't really want to have a conversation at all you know i don't have that in between uh you know i'm doing okay and then you got to drag the shit out of me or yeah i guess i'm making it you know that kind of shit so (laughs) i if i want to talk to you i'll i'll really talk to you you know um and now and i've seen a lot of people share that like yeah me too and some people like you know it's not good to hold all that in i'm like i wouldn't even really call it holding it in it's just either i'm good or if you're the kind of person i would talk to like that i'll talk to you i'll talk your head off because we're friends but not everybody's that kind of person i don't have that kind of relationship with everybody and i just don't tell everybody my business and the other thing i said was um and i say this on the show all the time and i and i believe it like people start counting these friendships uh via online or even in real life at we agree at everything so we're friends right and i'm like that's not friendship like if it, it might feel comfortable familiar all that your friends once you have a level of either a conflict or disagreement and then it's how do you resolve conflict or disagreement that determines if it's actually a friendship correct a lot of times it's when you find out you're not friends yes you will we had a disagreement this motherfucker flipped the fuck out oh i guess what i just realized i don't need this person in my life um or you realize hey this conflict is not worth resolving on my end like i don't give a fuck about all the shit they're going through but that's how you find out if it's a friendship you know and if you do resolve it how conflict resolution and how that works out is a big deal you know and you don't know until you have one and you don't know how the other person gonna handle it you know there's certain things i don't respond well to um silent treatment passive aggressive shit i like people that just come out and tell me if they like if they don't like me they don't like something i did just tell me because then we can work that out but you wouldn't know that until we had a conflict right you and, know and i think a lot of people are taught not trying to be funny from their parents or or, or or other family members that that's what you do uh y'all just don't talk to each other um and my thing is in order for it to get resolved you got to talk so even if you don't talk for a period of time eventually a conversation has had to be had you know because sometimes you do need to to kind of step away and think and all that stuff but sometimes a conversation has got to be had because the thing is sometimes for some people that's a form of what we talk about that emotional abuse where i will take away the conversation or i will take away the resolution away from you and it's one of those things to where when I try to resolve it, you're not trying to resolve it. Well, then, like you said, that's when we come to the point of, oh, okay, we're not cool because I, I, like, I'm like you. I don't function like that. And yeah, that's that, a level of and, – and for some people do function like that. Correct. You know, but I'm also like – like if I call you and you ignore me for through two, three days, all right, that was it. I don't – like we're grown. I'm not – wait, I'm not going to call you again in two weeks to see if you cool. Like, nigga, we, get, we tried. Like, you know what I mean? Like – that's that but you wouldn't know that unless we had a conflict you know me and like people that listen to pregame here talk hear me and justin talk about stuff we disagree or something all the time and they're hearing my friend me and my this is how me and my friend talk to each other you know so i think that's a big part of it and just like we have love languages 
um it's not just romantic that we have love languages you know people need different things and not everyone can give them to you so yeah i think social media has kind of changed it because we cater so much to ourselves like we're so self-centered we can make ourselves the victim in any situation we can make ourselves the 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 victor in any situation we can make ourselves um right about every situation there's no shades of gray there's no two ways to see it it's my way or the highway and social media allows us to block it allows us to mute it allows us to unfollow it allows us to um you know do like to to do a lot of stuff that makes it seem like we have power in a relationship where we really aren't exerting our power we're just we're just we're just basically in denial you know so right. you know I, while i don't go for the whole like everyone's a victim and you guys are just pc mafia like i don't do that shit but there's some truth to the fact that social media allows us so and some of it for the good right whatever it takes to get your peace of mind but so it allows us to kind of cater our own reality to what we want ourselves to be you know the you know it's 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 why and it's not i don't think it's necessarily healthy you know i don't think it's necessarily good you know because i do feel like i'm one of those people where a real friendship is more valuable to me than a social media follow you see what i'm saying like yeah yeah. it's not the same as just oh you follow me on facebook and we agree on everything like we might not agree on everything you know like and that's fine too because you can find ways to, to to deal with that you know but um you know it's just but yeah anyway i'm glad that those conversations matter to y'all because sometimes when i'm doing the show um and i'm thinking of what we're going to talk about sometimes i'm i will kind of pick some uh nebulous type topics where we're just kind of talking about feelings and emotions and relationships and shit and it's not as cut and dry as this thing happened in the news today what do you think about it and you know that i I think that's what separates our show from a lot of shows is that we're real like that and some people are kind of giving you an act or they're just giving you the rundown of the daily news that you could have got from anywhere but you never really know them and you really never know how they think because they're so scared to let you in a little bit and see how they really what they're really like you know what i mean like if you listen to the show you've met my mom you love my dad you've uh heard about my childhood stories you've heard about um you yeah, know your niece a niece your brother yeah you've heard every like not just family stuff but like you know uh the i told last week i was telling y'all about the letter i wrote that girl and she threw in the trash you know like these these are real moments you know what i mean so like you're hearing real shit that happens from us and i think that's what separates us because no one can fake those moments in our lives and karen's talking about getting her mom that picture frame no one can like nobody else can just say that the way that she says it you know when karen's talking about um being adopted or you know when she's talking about her jerry curl you know everybody didn't have those just karen yeah. and bossy okay <laughs> we the only two we the, we the loud and proud ones shout out to you bossy uh all right we got some comments on the web, oh, website okay i'm sorry before you go on mm-hmm. like uh and sometimes i wonder like how do you deal with me because like i know how you function but i'm like the complete opposite i'm a talkity talk talk me talkity talk talk i mean you know i think um i mean i but i like that you talk and you're open with your communication and i know you stand all the time um which is a uh, positive things to me like i don't really want to be uh um like i wouldn't try to date somebody like myself 
because <coughs> i just don't think because I, I like i'm totally comfortable like we can go out to eat and i can read my comic book the whole time and we not really talk about nothing and i would be fine um and it wouldn't be like a signal to me of like something wrong with our relationship i would just be like i wanted to read comic books and eat dumplings this yeah. is like you want to come too we I've can do that better but uh a lot of times you know if i have like a podcast on or uh if i'm reading something you'll just kind of talk about whatever you want to but that's uh that's fine with me that's you know you're a free spirit and um i'm i'm patient like that anyway so it doesn't like it doesn't really bother me and if it gets to a point where i'm like all right baby but i really want to pay attention to this other thing i normally just tell you correct you know like because i i'd rather be direct with you i'm not gonna be rude Mm-mm. you know what i mean Mm-mm. i'm never mean i'm never snapping at oh, you no. anything like that which is another thing i think and i don't know if this is an internet thing but just a relationship thing so many people feel like the truth has to be mean right like when you see mean people mean people always talk about how much how honest they are and how truthful they are but like you're also tactless you're also mean you're also like there's no comfort in you and you're like the truth doesn't have to be harsh like Mm -hmm. and i think that's so like when i'm like if i'm want to listen to a podcast and you're interrupting with something that's kind of non-sequitur or whatever Mm -hmm. and i know we're about to sit down at dinner so we're going to talk about things anyway i you know there's times where i'm in the car i'm like baby but i I really want to hear this and you'll normally like chill out and we'll listen to it you know like so i i mean if i don't say anything then you know i'll pause it or put it on music or something i can come back to it later it it just you know so i i don't know when you say how i deal with you it's just honesty and (laughs) that's i mean what is that what is that to say you know (laughs) and 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 i guess just me just being a very 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 talkative person uh everybody don't know how to deal with people that are talkative particularly people that don't like to talk a lot and you know just growing up in life some of people are very nasty and very mean and very rude to people to talk a lot mm. and like they, they don't know how to actually approach them in a proper manner and they make those people mad you know um because it's a technique and a tactic to everything yeah um and and like you said it's one of those things where a lot of people that are just mean for the sake of being mean and try to cover it up in truthfulness they don't you don't ha- they don't have any function in relationships because nobody wants to be talked to crazy yeah and I, they it, wonder why they always getting cussed to smack out because you know because yeah. you can't be talking to people all types of ways i'm ringing and brutal and harsh and not expect a response people act like it's uh one way or the other and it's kind of it's, they always forget this medium of like i'm honest and i'm nice about it right as opposed to i'm honest and that's why i gotta be mean it's like no nigga you like being mean <clears throat> and then you justify it by saying it's the truth like right you know but anyway the point being um um it doesn't bother me you know i think i'm very uh lucky fortunate man uh to have you in my life and oh. when we go out and, and talk and stuff you're very open uh about the things that are on your mind you know uh when i'm you know i married my best friend for a reason so that we would not lose that part you know i Correct. think a lot of people pride themselves on like romance is kind of separate from friendship but to me it never is so yeah if 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 we can't talk about stuff if i can't be honest with you you know if you can't be honest with me then whatever you know the only thing for me is that sometimes you'll repeat yourself 
yes for stuff that i already heard and because i do listen i'll just be like (laughs) but you already told me this so you don't don't have to tell me twice i don't know why i do that and that's just out of habit you know so a lot of times you be like i heard that i'm like oh okay then i go on to the next whatever else i was gonna say yeah i don't know what that's about maybe you weren't listened to as a child or something i wasn't i'm not used to telling people more than once but it's been 20 something years like (laughs) i i got it if you tell me i I was still trapped i remember i i should have been on got got uh uh hooked on by now that 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 you're listening but for some reason i'm like ah fuck it i'll tell you the story again (laughs) yeah because i'm like i mean uh, i'm nice about it but i am about expediency i'm like all right you told me you don't like this woman at work and you told me this story about what she did so let's be what what happened today like updated let's fast it every time we talk you ain't got to talk like the beginning of the story you uh, you know you can skip some shit right uh all right we had episode 1678 awesome sauce we got one comment uh falcons diva says on social media it amazes me how people live just to be mean and harass folks there's one falcons reporter that has blocked a lot of falcons fans on twitter when i tweeted that i wasn't blocked folks were responding it was because i'm too nice no i'm not an asshole even when i complain about my teams i never add a player now i will at the team i'm sure that's why my tweets never show up in the jumbotron at the games (laughs) uh yeah you know that's i think a lot of people are on social media to be mean correct and one of the things i realized about um even the circles that you know are around me there's a lot of people that they've channeled their meanness into almost altruism but at the at the center of that they're still unhappy and mean and that's why the fuck they're always on 10 about everything right because i just never felt like that was a realistic way to exist in the world like most of us are if you looked at our social media feed and then you looked at their reflection on your life is it truly a reflection of you like you're gonna see jokes on mine you're gonna see some serious shit on mine you're gonna see uh black shit on mine woke shit on mine you're gonna see some 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 ignorant shit on mine like you're gonna see a bunch you're gonna see titties on mine like you're gonna see like this is it true and i feel like that's a more true reflection but some people are so crafted and so manicured that you know they found like a way to channel the miserableness of their existence into like look at me i'm always pointing out what's fucked up about this thing or that thing and it's like man you just look like a big finger pointing at everyone else you know which means four pointing back at you right Right. Uh, or three of the thumb but whatever it's just it's but the point being like where where is your happiness where is your what is the thing that is driving you to constantly be you know at people and like you said adding celebrities people do that a lot um i don't i i I don't do that and uh because people are messy like you could be talking just in general and people will actually take your stuff that you said now but you didn't at them and you're like why the fuck would you at somebody if i wanted to talk to them directly i would have i'm not afraid someone did that to me overnight i watched uh basketball wives and somebody hopped in and started acting tammy roman and evelyn lazada i was like what why would you do that <laughs> like i'm making jokes about a show that i like i'm not if i wanted to hit them up and be mean towards them i would do it but i don't want to do that i really don't use my i really don't use my twitter for that kind of shit purposely i still see celebrities as people first and foremost right not just rich assholes who i hate you know out of jealousy most of the time so i, I you know it's, it's just kind of weird to see people do that but uh yeah i I agree with you falcons diva it's a lot of uh people that live to be mean and the thing is 
and i've said this like a couple years ago the difference between harassment and quote-unquote a dragging is if you like that person or not correct when people don't like somebody they just be like uh-uh we dragged this person and we gave them the we helped them get better we we critique it's just critique and you're like mm, is it just critique to call somebody a um fat sack of pudding that needs they edges uh to get their edges right is that really is that what turned them into an intersectional feminist or did you need to get that out for yourself like you were hurt by what they said and now you need to hurt them back somehow and you're hoping that your words will do that you know and it never and i have not really seen it work i've seen a lot of people get called out called a bunch of names dragged and most of the time they either retreat into look how mean y'all are being to me and this is why i was right about what i said in the first place Mm -hmm or they just block everybody move on and they never change anyway like i haven't really seen anybody say thank god twitter came for my neck because that taught me a lesson i haven't seen it you know and and you're gonna hold it against them no matter what for the rest of their life so what's the point correct uh anyway the poll was do you miss the opening lyrics for the podcast yes bring them back i'm good either way or nah i don't miss them six percent of y'all don't miss them at all uh which is a lot lower than i thought would be thought thought that would be higher i'm good either way 40 percent of y'all which i appreciate i understand that and 54 percent of y'all would like me to bring the lyrics back um which is interesting i mean i guess if you add the people that don't care and the people that want them back that's 94 percent. and i will say this the only people that hit me on twitter about it were people that want the lyrics back nobody hit me up that said oh the show's better without the lyrics which is interesting because i thought that would have been a thing that some people might have liked and that was your opportunity to say hey um i like no lyrics so. i know so you you messing people up to just you just automatically skip ahead mm-hmm. y'all be done missed two minutes yeah so i don't know it's kind of interesting uh but i think i'll bring them back then i i, I mean it's a little bit of extra work honestly because sometimes i have to go find these shits and find ones i try try to find ones i don't do all the time stuff like that you know i listen to a hand like i listen to hip-hop but i feel like i know the lyrics off the head of only a, a few so i have to go find certain stuff but uh anyway uh i'll 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 bring them back man i'll I'll bring them back amani says my answer is the same with these as always i fuck with the lyrics but i'm gonna be here either way so do whatever easier for y'all amani says i love the lyrics but i understand you're too busy to do them y'all work hard plus it's your show i'm still gonna listen because diva says i enjoy the lyrics but i'm good either way because i only recognize about 20 percent of the songs i really enjoy the poetry to be honest the best part of the lyrics to me is when you mess up or point out how they're wrong (laughs) <laughs> and lastly miss ct says lyrics i hardly ever know the songs but when i do i feel like i'm at the cookout with my cousins thanks y'all <laughs> well all right man they're coming back there you go that was easy all right let's see next episode was when my mom came through return of the mom return of the mom once again return of the mom oh my god i know <laughs> oh, i couldn't get down my head sunday when i was naming this episode <laughs> anyway we got some comments six comments on return of the mom um let's see what you guys said tiffany b says i was sitting at my desk laughing so hard at the acoustic cover oh wait actually that's not the first person steph s says sir sir listen we need warnings better ones oh my god the white people news covers we did not have to do this i was at work sir Mm, you guys uh i think i understand exactly what's going on over here guys I know <laughs> how you okay uh i <laughs> i dropped plates because of this nonsense uh 
oh well i mean listen maybe you need to get some gloves at work so your plates won't do that stop it right now this is stupid this is absolutely ridiculous get get out of here we are adults and this is ridiculous hit the crap is that how y'all is that how y'all felt about this this is america white people covers get out of here this is stupid um i love her voice i dropped i dropped plates because it's nonsense i was not ready lol that rabbit hole could have been left alone the only thing that made this okay was hearing your exclamations of disgust at whatever the, that acoustic atrocity was in real time okay oh you know i'm a, i love you guys but enough is enough what about the children hmm have you no shame or decency this is the real black oh black crown hashtag not my uh, america ah! first of all steph h thank you for writing in but second of all i'll have you guys know i got that dude to take that shit down boom one point for rod zero for you fucking losers what did you do y'all just gonna let this shit exist but i shined a light on the evil that we call white people covers of, of black shit and that motherfucker finally found the shame to take that 45 seconds of trash off of the internet no, he took it down. i did that hilarious. the kids say he owed me not so all right so y'all welcome how about that i didn't get any thanks uh tiffany b says i was sitting at my desk laughing so hard at the acoustic covers of this is america when rod said what song is this that's why your ass only got 11 views this is canada <laughs> i almost rolled out my chair my co-worker came in to see if i was all right then the dude started singing and rod started hollering i can't not with you all this scourge that is plaguing america must be stopped thanks for the last hashtag 47 seconds and those 47 seconds are erased from the earth that nigga took that down because i shared it on twitter face i said y'all have to see this shit i don't know what them comments or them thumbs down said but he said okay let me stop playing with the white with the black man's music dune dragon says hey mama rod karen and rod i'm one of those bad listeners that doesn't subscribe premium only five stars you guys and makes promises to donate next year in my heart and worse once there is no walking dead or them thrones recast my listening frequency drops but what i don't miss is the yearly mother's day episode with mama rod mm. <laughs> that'll ring you back mm-hmm. rod forcing me to be that nigga in the comments when you spoke <laughs> on when you spoke on school clocks my thoughts were schools need to teach kids how to decipher in quantitative quantitative analysis etc getting them to understand how to decipher a clock could should be cake it's not everything that you do in school that translates directly into real world application but we should shy away uh, shy away from learning how to read a clock with hands unless worldwide less than one percent of watches and clocks use hands let's not have a generation that when they travel internationally they are looked at as those dumb americans just because they can't read a clock in the airport okay let me tell you why these are okay doing dragon i don't want to be mean okay you don't come through and listen to support us all the time and that's fine but let me tell you why you are absolutely wrong on this shit okay one i've been in airports and i took and i went and google international airport clocks they also have clocks with numbers below the clocks with the with the fucking hands why do they have the clocks with the numbers then oh because people that's easier they're reading the fucking clock with the hands okay two um watches at on our on our wrist and phones in our pocket exist and they all use the numbers we we already are doing this we're really asking kids to learn backwards 
like we're asking them to learn something that has no true practical application at this point you know it's, it's no it's no i'm just for the fact that i feel that this is um it's more expedient for them to take that same time they'd be learning some useless shit like how to tell a time from a clock and and put it forward to something that we could actually use and the last part was the real part that i was like come on dog well you said they are look we don't want to be internationally looked at as those dumb americans nigga it's too late for that oh no oh no the honey the world says we stupid i got some news for you Ooh, you don't want to know you don't even want to know the reports say "Mm, america is stupid reading all the clocks in the world won't save us from this shit come on no i won't i don't know if you heard this donald trump dude but uh he's not good not good for the brand okay and we wasn't looking too good before then either come on oh shit it took a tank with george w bush went up a little bit with obama and now it was like you know what we just gonna go into negatives yeah dog i'm sorry i you know no offense but uh if this is the difference the saving grace it's too late like i would imagine a motherfucker seeing some americans talking about these stupid americans oh he can tell time with the clock when i take it back no they're gonna be like these stupid americans they stuff in fucking primitive technology um not to mention the metric system we are all fucked up ain't the we the clock, only country that uses that yeah we don't use the metric system the clock ain't clock the clock ain't gonna say shit man oh come on let it go let yeah, it go yeah that's when that's when especially with like the miles per hour yeah. i forgot what the other is i'm like i don't know how to read that shit I it mean, ain't nothing but and it's nostalgia. on your car like yeah. the, the, the the two different speedometer, speedometer yeah. right it tells you but i don't read them little small numbers in the inside what the fuck is that yeah so come on man we are stupid it's too late to save it a clock we have to start with a lot more than a fucking clock like switching to the metric system would be a great start and we ain't about to do that shit you know we ain't about to do it too so <laughs> you know I, I i i know it hit you right in the nostalgia it hit you right in that shit oh, i got oh that was me that's why i was protesting i got two clocks in my house right now they got the hands on them but you know what i always have a clock on my wrist and a clock in my pocket and guess what i look at first right but, oh uh, yeah and i bought the clock in my bathroom got hands on it I that's awesome we got two of them i probably bought the other one too yeah oh we got one you're right we only got one now my because in my bathroom i don't have a clock no more right and i'm yeah. confused because i look up at the wall because i feel like i'm in a time warp in your bathroom when i shower what time is it mm-hmm. i like the clock on the wall i guess we got to get a digital one because i like a clock on the wall i'm old yeah i got i got it on my wrist and my phone so i don't anyway. care i still want to clock on the wall all right well damn nigga use your bathroom then i keep mine clean uh roman Pulaski after a curve trying to say i keep no mine I'm, clean I'm saying you don't got to come up in my bathroom you just use yours did you close the drain today right i close mine i keep mine closed <laughs> ain't no centipedes coming up my drain i know them bugs mm-hmm. i hate living on the first floor i mean well not hate but i hate them bugs yeah them bugs like oh you the closest anyway uh a centipede came up our drain the other day guys i woke up in the morning and this centipede was so fucking big i was like what and it was just walking through my living room like it lived there so i'm like just like it pay rent you don't pay rent bitch you can't stay here yeah it was like excuse me you in the way man i had to take and it wasn't no house centipede them fast one it was a big ass like live outdoors in the sewer centipede and i had to take it and put it on a um dustpan that you use the, for the broom mm-hmm. and slid it into the uh trash and then i took the trash out i about to say you better that bitch might jump out 
yeah um, that's about a, you well, you about as bad as me and them big old bees that that, that hang out there the man size got them bees that hang out there by the uh the bumblebees yeah the mailbox i don't like them bitches they go they don't stink i don't care them motherfuckers tap me on the shoulder i'm like bitch get away yeah they kill them bees out there them things is big i know it felt like it needed to be another way don't we need bees like what the fuck was that we about we do we do humans trash anyway i didn't kill my centipede i just put him outside with the trash like nigga good life but just stay out of my house <laughs> uh anyway uh, uh on roman polanski i have to concur with the others who think it isn't handled the same way i bet you there's no way bill Cosby could have could take a flight out without being caught commercial or private oh well see now funny you should bring that up because you about to go oh for two in this email i'm sorry boo i'm sorry doom dragon to do this to you Ron Polanski did that shit before 9-11 and before the internet. That's the only reason it's quote-unquote different. It's not because he's white. It's not like white people get flights out. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, if Bill Cosby, and one, I don't necessarily agree that Bill Cosby couldn't get out of the country if he wanted to. But two, um, yeah, it would have been different for Roman Polanski if he tried to do that shit it now, of course. We have fucking 40 years of technology on his ass. Like, TMZ would be at the airport like, what the fuck you think you're going, Roman? Roman, Raymond, Roman, Roman, can we talk to you for a second? Roman, are you, are you trying to catch a flight out of the country? You know, it like, it would have been different. All the way to the gate. Yeah, like, it ain't just a, it ain't just a nigga thing. You know, Harvey Weinstein it wasn't under criminal investigation yet or convicted of, um, at trial. If that nigga gets convicted at trial, they probably gonna put some shit, a, a bracelet on that motherfucker's ankle too, dog. But I still think them rich niggas can get out of country. Bill Cosby included. I would not be shocked. If they want to, yes. If he don't get a slap on the wrist. Keep, you know, watch for the gag. Uh, another great podcast. Mama Rod's hot takes are always hilarious. Please extend my regards to Mama Rod if she doesn't listen to feedback episodes. Peace. Uh, she listened to just about every episode. She actually texted me when we took a day off. Like, is everything all right? <laughs> I was yes. like, yeah, I just was tired. I just want a day off. Yeah, she's like, I was gonna check on y'all. That was, that was I, she did my hair yesterday, and that's what she's like. I was checking on y'all to be sure everything was okay. I ain't hear no show. That's how I keep up with y'all. Yeah, I mean, I'll take a day off. Uh, I'm gonna try to take more days off. To be honest with y'all, I was we tired. need to do that more often. I took a nap and party was over. Like it ain't good for nobody if we doing the show uh, half hearted or tired. But Come on. um, yeah. So then we just had energy to do more, but we got to rest. She probably heard y'all, and the only thing I, I didn't send her the tweets where y'all were kind of talking about her, and it was all positive. But I just was too lazy to screenshot them and send it to them. But we text all the time and stuff uh falcons diva says i live for when tbgwt parents come on and mama tbgwt did not disappoint i got so tickled when the queen mother asked if there was a cover this is america knowing that white woman did that video the caucasity yeah we didn't play the white woman version i couldn't y'all i don't know who that woman is i'm glad i don't i keep trying to tell people about the way the covers work but i guess at this point y'all don't listen to what i'm saying y'all don't care (laughs) y'all keep sending me video links to like famous people doing covers or covers with 17 million views or Mm-mm. look at what jimmy fallon did last night on those, those are not the covers no, i want no, none of those i don't i don't want no good ones when we, when we want the underground ones. and i don't want no intentionally funny ones it's unintentionally bad ones and the less people that know about it the better right because that means it's real bad you know when it's like 400 views i'll be like now see this person i want to see what they did mm-hmm. sitting in their mama's room using up all her ac to do this trash with their life you know that's what i'm into 
um and this was the best guest the race ever i was crying in my desk laughing with y'all great shows as always love y'all thanks falcons eva thank you eva says i love it when your mom is on the show rod i see where you get your sense of humor from i hope she comes on again soon she's always welcome um look forward to your father's day episode your parents are all right thank you yeah we was talking about that uh with your daddy your mama say uh, uh she was like when father's day i said i think sometime in june i mm-hmm. think it is and she told her she said don't forget you the guest i said yeah you i said yeah we have to tell them in advance we have to uh uh put it in the google calendar with your daddy your daddy you you mess right there like i'm going fishing i don't book the job yeah i, I mean he's always doing something but he always comes we always he's been here every year though saving yes. for mom so um well yeah i'll we'll do father's day and uh that'll be fun uh and what's funny is that my mom wasn't that funny when we were kids like she's she's funny now i mean maybe she was funny on the inside all the time but but on the outside right yeah she wasn't very funny you know and our house is silly i mean i'm sure you know between me my brother and my dad dad, drove drove her nuts um um you know there's three kind of ridiculous people and stuff but she's very funny now um um so yeah you guys are hearing uh like you guys are laughing along with me and my mom and stuff and my mom is uh kind of like um you know like i'm not surprised that she's funny but i think she just allows herself to be funny now yeah and particularly not charming funny particularly with with households uh uh traditional households the woman is not expected to be funny and a lot of times the woman has a lot on her plate where she's like yeah you're I working got, i ain't got time to crack no motherfucking jokes niggas get in there and do what i told y'all to do you right. know like 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 it's the imbalance right amani says it's all but see the thing is i knew she could she knew that we were funny though because uh there's certain stuff that she would laugh at even though she despite herself like she didn't want to <laughs> right. like we were like we called just one kind of chicken she made slavery chicken <laughs> <laughs> we were so stupid we were slavery kids. chicken i got so and of course i soon, hate slavery and of course as <laughs> soon as i got to college y'all first fucking thing i missed was slavery chicken i was like god damn on some slavery chicken what is this shit in this cafeteria you know just didn't even know how good i had it right but um but yeah we uh but she would laugh at that joke and be like oh y'all want some, y'all call it slavery chicken you know but uh you know but she was but so anyway it, it, i think she just kind of in life like life gets a little easier right uh you know she went to school mm-hmm. like a bunch of my mom's done a lot of stuff you know what i mean like yeah, yo, yo. and a lot of a lot of black women like you know it's like business owner um yeah, you know your mama has done a lot of of shit and i've told her this before i look at your mama and the, she's one of the people where the older she gets the more magical she gets the reason why i said this because you gotta think about a woman who uh went to cosmetology school she was in cosmetology for years Mm -hmm. turned around and was like i don't like the way this feel going went to school Mm -hmm. got her degree and was like i'm gonna do something completely different Mm -hmm. she she does marathons and she runs and shit physically fit you know her, her and your daddy like uh the older they get the the the, the more healthier they get right. you know and you know she started doing yoga you know so she's talking about doing yoga and possibly becoming a yoga instructor a, instructor as she get older you know she's talking about retirement so it's like i sit back and i'm like well good god i can't do half the shit you can do right now like i want to be like you when i grow up so she's one one of the few people that i look and i will, will, will like the older you get the more power 
uh, that you take in your life and be like, well, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And I yeah. kind of want to have that attitude as I get older. Fuck it, I'm go- if this is something I want to do, God damn it, I'm going to do it. Yeah, and letting yourself, and also like letting yourself be funny. Letting right. yourself uh breathe you know what i mean because like i feel like life will try to take that away from you yes and it's kind of a revolutionary act to get it back you know to to do that so right and and also uh before we move on the thing about having an attitude like that particularly if you get that at a younger age everybody acts like there's something wrong with you particularly a black woman that looks at everybody be like this is the shit that i want to do fuck it everybody act like you 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 something's wrong with you for actually being a person in power and in control and not just letting life uh uh hit you all kind of ways and you know but you might not know that's what you want to do at a, at a, that younger age either like you just don't like some people have it like that where they know but a lot of people don't know and and and, and think about it it's okay if you don't know but i mean allowing yourself to navigate the world and say this is what i want to do no no this is what i want to do no no this is just that freedom to be able to navigate and rotate and change and evolve and grow you know because uh women are taught what's your whole goal in life to get married and have kids what's your worthiness in life your husband and your kids like like that's quote unquote the end goal like after you get married and have kids fuck it you're not a human being anymore and that's not true yeah for sure and i I mean definitely life will try to rob you of that especially as a woman because like just be a mom you know just define yourself through your husband your kids things of this nature um you know assuming you're straight and sis and all that yeah stuff. I'm, I'm talking so about like yes, yes. So, so there is like a lot of stuff like that a lot of pressure on women f- from that angle and right you know a lot of times i mean that's why a lot of households people see the mom as a disciplinarian uh it's a trope in comedy the mom is the one that tells everybody no you can't do this and don't do that and you know um my like at least my, you know my mom has been so supportive and stuff you know there's things that we have goals with the show and stuff we talk about just the fact that we can i can talk to my mom like that there most people can't you know what i mean so there's a you know sometimes we'll tell her something like we would, would like to be able to do this for the show one day and she's like oh y'all can do that i believe y'all can do that i believe you can come up with a plan you're gonna make it work like I, you listen to other people talk about their parents and their parents are constantly no you can't do this shit what the fuck are you thinking just do this just do that um so you know i don't take it for granted i'm very fortunate mm-hmm. um amani says always great to hear the queen mother on the show and she was on fire i just love y'all's relationship she even had that black women sense kicking with that somebody did a this is america cover even though it's one we don't speak of and will never play yeah well see that was funny i don't know when the cold arbor shit came out it felt like it came out right after we did the show but maybe it was out already either way i wasn't gonna give that woman no play and that fake weed story is exactly why lala was right does anybody have a problem selling good old-fashioned regular drugs old-fashioned regular ass drugs dog mm-hmm that k2 shit i don't know why they keep fucking with anybody it. got a problem with selling good old-fashioned regular drugs you should tell me now we'll sell whatever you want us to sell boss mm-hmm. come on we'll sell whatever you want us to sell none of this rat poison green like bullshit i agree the poll was gonna should, fuck around and have mutant powers we ain't gonna know what's gonna be happening the poll was should schools keep the analog clocks y'all are a bunch of old niggas because 74 percent of y'all said yes you old ass hating ass mm-hmm. old men and women i sure i sure am disgusting 
no 26 percent. let's see the comments tanya says digital clocks are everywhere so it seemed like a waste of time to teach something so unnecessary also if people want that kid to learn how to tell the time they can buy them a watch and teach it themselves i mean come on miss ct says my two-year-old daughter will never have to read an analog clock a day in her life we are at a digital age and i think the education system should reflect i have never even thought of analog clocks being archaic but now i know so thank you for your perspective thank you miss ct and you, and you know y'all what? niggas gonna have these kids learn how to use typewriters too you <laughs> fucking uh, you know i'm not gonna 74 percent of y'all voted for this but i disagree completely i'll just put it yeah, that way because i was about to cut and, y'all out and y'all don't deserve that <laughs> y'all didn't ask for that y'all came in and, and, and said your opinion y'all don't deserve that and you know what to an extent uh uh i understand you know i think my first response was just like no but then i had to understand that that is true you have children nowadays you got children nowadays everything is gonna be online you know like yeah they like, have tablets for school right what right. the fuck are we even trying to hold them back for right and you gonna give them a hoop on the stick like what the fuck they don't give them a, a the little ball on the stick in a cup like this is how we play a game man let that shit go and and yeah and, and that's what it was it's, for me it's more nostalgia but i i i understand uh and i'm to the point where you know after really just sitting and thinking about it and talking and listening you know what i'm gonna change my vote i actually agree what uh, the biggest reason why i say i agree is because i don't want to be a hypocrite because i am the same person that turns around and look at niggas stupid when niggas be like i got an xbox and i got a playstation but i still want a disc bitch right. what let that shit download wake up at midnight and, and start automatically playing ain't nobody mm-hmm. got time to go to GameStop. ain't nobody got time to, to do game fly like like that shit is stupid so i thought about it. i was like well can you a hypocrite okay that's what i thought about that i was like no 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 nah i'm good i like i like it but like it's my personal preference like i like them but the bulk of my life everything is digital come on through with this truth i see all the keep the clock people ain't leaving no comments coincidental maybe they too busy writing fucking letters and mailing them through the mail to get to us and we'll get them in three weeks lakita uh says i remember how hard it was for me to learn to read analog clocks to where i felt dumb where normally i was a smart kid in my class later i learned that i just learned those type of things differently than others both my kids had that same problem and for why can't tell you the last time we encountered an analog clock i believe that learning to read one can be useful but not necessary Mm-hmm. i'm so hurt by y'all today the only place you gonna actually need is at your grandma's house and your, your old folks i'm gonna make my mom a proud you guys are not doing anything with your life you may not see it but i'm trying to do i'm trying to c- accomplish something and you guys are preventing me from that all y'all haters like i'm trying to accomplish my dreams if you don't like me just block me i didn't do anything to you that's how i feel about y'all clock <laughs> y'all ain't a lot of clock motherfuckers uh yeah I, I like them they pretty but y'all know y'all grandmas and great aunts and great uncles are the only ones in there with them big ass grandfather clocks right i hate don't sit up here and lie to my face just lie to my face yeah and yeah yeah and, and, and I, yeah like I have said, y'all met kids have y'all seen these little motherfuckers like they are not they are not out here struggling with no damn analog clocks man they on some other shit they they gonna grow up completely different from us yeah and, and that's okay like like i i am i am content with that 
uh like i said i do like them they're they're pretty mm-hmm. uh but overall there's not a need or not a use for it like my mama got them old clocks that ticks and it'll go ding 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 she got one of them yeah do y'all have those clock. and y'all y'all got these motherfucking cuckoo bird clocks in y'all house too yeah, like my, my mama got them old clocks yeah old people got the old clocks coincidence if y'all would if y'all somebody try to bring one of them big ass clocks in your house i'll be like if y'all don't get this shit out my house i have a clock on my computer <laughs> that is in my pocket it's called my phone if i need to know the time i will look it up and particularly the old grandfather clocks they're expensive and they're beautiful but you know what them bitches take up a lot of fucking space in your home like like they, they take up a lot of space and it's all right to have them if you want to collect like some people actually still got typewriters all right good for you you love them but you know what you also do turn on your computer yeah i just don't like the lies i don't care about the yeah i didn't want to be a hypocrite so that's why yeah. my vote changed like i know y'all niggas y'all are listening to a podcast come on guys y'all not even listen to the radio right now uh oh I, we got one comment during the middle of the uh show um let me see if i can uh bring it up Hold on. uh but it was also for returning to mom so give me one second they they sent it right during the middle of the show oh, return no. of the mom was so good your mom roger mom is hilarious when she said bloody weed i was done i laughed so hard i see where you get your sense of humor from looking forward to seeing her again thank you oh. um and yeah I, uh it's funny because uh i think i always felt like i got my sense of humor more from my dad because he's a silly one um uh, which y'all you know y'all are here on the show um in the poll for uh we got no comments on 1680 the secret 911 call raffle where i think uh white people are having a secret 911 lottery where they keep calling the police on us and they must be a it must be a prize i don't know it got to be a prize have you ever had a police call on you yes or no let it make daniel says i live in seattle oh wait the the results 58 percent no 42 percent yes which is still a high ass percentage Mm -hmm. lady may daniel says i live in seattle which is gentrified as fuck i've lived in the central area aka the negro section 30 years um over 30 years white women white woman moves in next door had a cat that she allowed to roam spraying my door defecated in my yard i'm getting angry all over again just writing this anyway i pay her a visit tell her she needs to control her animal that shit literally goes on for months i called i called her after finding yet another of her cat's offerings in my yard how do i know it was her cat you asked because it left its goddamn collar right next to the pile i went off like a grandma who has just seen her favorite grandbaby defiled ripped her several new ones this white woman who has lived in the neighborhood five minutes called the police on me on me because her cat was shitting in my yard i tell him i quoted quoting the municipal code of course i'm in my rights as the property owner to not have an animal on my property he agrees and leaves haven't spoken that trifling ass heifer since mind you this was before trayvon years before Mm-hmm. they'll call the cops on you they don't care melanie says i was sitting in the mail truck reading the newspaper having lunch all of a sudden the police tapped on the window and asked if i was okay and i said and said someone called them about a suspicious activity with the mail truck i guess a black woman reading the newspaper is suspicious Ugh, right i'll be doing that sometimes too i'm sitting in my car like before i go in the house and shit i'm like wonder if anybody's like looking at me thinking like i'm gonna call the cops on this nigga I, you know what i used to think that but now i doubt it. it's a lot of brown people to live here so mm-mm. yeah i just know but it only take one white people to call the cops Karen. yeah they are yeah they are sprinkled through here yeah like i ain't saying like you don't even need that's the thing a lot of these 
incidences happen when white people move into places that are still too quote unquote too black all right so they call the cops for shit you know i still i'll never forget this story man i was um um talking to this dude that i won't say his name it was when i had white friends for a brief time that i did um i was talking to one of them and he was talking about how he had just moved downtown and shit and he was like yeah you know we have a problem with drug dealers and and loitering and shit and i was like well you did move downtown to a black neighborhood super fast i mean you you like one of these early pilgrim ass adopting white people right right and he's like yeah you know so i called the cops on them i was like you called the cops on them he said yeah they was like you know loitering i think they were selling drugs i was like so then um how'd you know they were selling drugs it's like you know i was watching them out the window i said you saw them sell drugs he's like no nah, i just seen them sitting there and i was like well where were they sitting y'all y'all this nigga said the bus stop uh the bus stop bitch that's where you stand at the bus stop for the bus right i said did you ever stop to think they might be waiting on the fucking bus it's like well they didn't get on the bus i said not every bus run the same fucking route they sure does it they might be waiting for a specific fucking bus and even beyond that let's say it's after the bus line closes nigga i'm just sitting out here it's my neighborhood the same way i can go sit on the porch what the fuck what the fuck you would call the cops for that i said so the cops came or whatever he's like yeah they came i said did anybody get arrested no i said because they wasn't doing shit you call the cops on some innocent black people right. do you feel happy now i said don't ever tell anybody that story again that's racist he was like oh dude, you know it's racist say because they was black man you called them because of some you was uncomfortable with black people sitting by the fucking your 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 right. sitting by the sidewalk where which is a public sidewalk at the public bus stop by your motherfucking house calm the fuck down might worry about your ass Ugh. all right i know they all voted for trump uh the last I episode one of them. i know the last episode was 1681 petty pepper pig uh we had eight comments anonymous says savage piece of bacon is the most amazing line ever i had heard rumors of this petty pig being shady but this this too much what is happening in england raven says it's so wild that i clearly heard laurel when i played the clip myself off twitter but each time you played it on the podcast i heard yanni wow that is interesting mike in london says i spent about half an hour listening to laurel slash yanni until i couldn't i could hear whichever one i wanted at will then i woke up this morning and you were discussing it it's i should have just come here for all my news <laughs> charles says hey i too have wondered what ethnicity rita Ora is she's albanian albania is one of those areas where people from europe the middle east and north africa have been quote unquote mixing for thousands of years just imagine what an aryan white supremacist would call her hey i i, I look i'm gonna tell you like this though right so i went and looked up some pictures of her after uh, uh my girl gabby on tw- twitter hit me up was like she is a white woman and i was like i i don't know the picture i saw she looked like tan. i don't know if she was using spray tan or she just she looked brown as fuck i don't know like and i and i saw uh, so i had to look up some pictures and some of them motherfuckers she looked white as um she looked white okay like pumpkin spice white and then in other pictures she looked like latinx or something um i don't know the rules i you know i don't like to get on the show and pretend to know rules do i don't fucking know like at least you know i'm being honest with y'all you can believe whatever y'all want this the person is writing in saying she's some kind of brown 
gabby said that's a white woman all i know is her music was trash that shit was boring as fuck i listened to some of them songs i was like i'm out i don't even care like i can't believe you offended the lgbt community they should be offended that this song is whack come on god that song was whack at least make a hot beat yeah so i don't know y'all call it what y'all want to call it. i'm out of the game on this okay but uh, it was ah, that's like what how did she get famous who liked that and you know what y'all probably do like that don't write me uh lance says i think that megan put 007 on the case it's quite convenient that her father has a heart attack and her sister got into a car wreck and broke her ankle both right after embarrassing megan and now conveniently they can't come to the wedding don't cross the crown also the paparazzi calls a car accident is how princess diana died yeah i noticed that too but i ain't want to wish death on her evil ass sister uh eve said i fucking hate peppa pig i'm so glad my daughter has outgrown that overgrown piece of bacon she's so rude disrespectful to her parents mean to her little brother and shitty to her friends and don't get me started on that annoying pig snort this show is basically a guide to how not to be a horrible human being do everything the opposite of peppa pig <laughs> as for the yanni law debate i didn't hear either i heard yari every time all right that's a new one uh is peppa pig too disrespectful for young children was the poll okay i don't know 28 percent of y'all don't know y'all probably don't watch peppa pig 35 percent of y'all say no she's not too disrespectful for young children which means 37 percent of y'all the, the so that's that's the highest percentage say yes that damn pig is ruthless lakita writes in i maintain that i love peppa pig i used to watch it with my now 15 year old daughter when she was four and five and we laughed at her preciousness is that what we calling it never considered that could be why i felt the urge to hit her in her mouth anytime i asked this hell for a simple question <laughs> you know you know <laughs> you know taught your daughter up. you know taught your daughter to be evil because she because you you was fooled by that pig that's how they get you she be hanging up on you and shit uh lol but she is my child so i can't blame pepper and she's 15 so there's that yeah it could just be the teenage years uh but i don't know if she hang up on you because you know how to whistle before her that's on pepper come on all right we had one uh voicemail from last week that i couldn't play because the skype wouldn't work so i'll play it now <laughs> y'all oh my god i just ran around my island i just laughed so hard Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love my husband. <laughs> oh, I can't wait till he calls me <laughs> when he listens to that episode. <laughs> oh, man, because he does skip a lot. <laughs> oh, man, oh, I'm sweating. <laughs> I really need this laugh. I've been feeling some type of way this week. It's only because, like, everything. I read Tanahaka Coats. Um, essay about Kanye. I felt like I was about to cry. Mm. I was reading this um, book that I love. It's a little novella called Venti. It's about this African girl in space. You should check it out. It's a really short read. Um, and then, then Childish Gambino's uh, music video. I watched that probably too many times because <laughs> the first time I was just like, just amazed at everything he put in there and the second time i watched it i cried mm. i was like i'm really dehydrating myself i need to stop like so <laughs> i really appreciate the laugh i love you guys that's why y'all the best in podcasting 
right bye bye love you oh uh, thank you amon and uh yeah I, I bet greg was messed up all week i know he's like why am i two minutes into the show Mm-mm-mm. this is his fault y'all uh we had some comments <laughs> uh some emails we had some emails also we just got a donation in the middle of the show a one-time donation from cassie uh or casey one of the two uh casey f uh thank you very much thank we you appreciate you um all right so uh let's get into y'all's emails uh you can email us the tips at gmail.com idris writes in um let me or actually i think he says pronounced idris yeah idris writes in hi Ryder, karen the feedback is actually about the feedback show episode 1673 i'm completely ambivalent to kanye in that i don't consume his music but i also don't go out of my way to not consume it either i don't get the appeal of his clothing or shoes but i'm of the opinion that something creative doesn't appeal to me because it's it's because it just tar- it wasn't targeted or designed for me i want to however vociferously defend one aspect of what kanye said regarding slavery being a choice i believe what he meant was mental slavery not physical slavery he actually clarified this on those same remarks but as per usual the clarification got drowned out by the salacious soundbite and we were off to the races for clarification i'm referring to a competitive race as in the car or athletics jay all right uh now i will say this i did listen to the entirety of that interview um but that was because i listened to mr span break it down so um you know i don't think it was just a context thing i could actually go find the clip i don't really want to you can go find it for yourself but he really did say slavery was uh the black dude said slavery was for 400 years and and, and kanye said 400 years that sounded like a choice to me so i do think whether he's manic and he's not conveying it in the proper terms or not i do think um he cannot exclude like well physical slavery was different no he was talking about slavery for that if something must have existed that long then the people that were subjugated to it must have chosen it to some level yeah i mean that that was pretty clear to me um he couldn't have been speaking on physical slavery mainly because slavery in america didn't last 400 years sanctioned formal slavery lasted about 240 years what he speaks of is 400 years of slavery he's talking about mental slavery yeah here's the problem uh with that as well um i the other person presented the 400 years he didn't come up with the 400 years the black dude that was there was like 400 year slave he was like uh i'm talking about 400 years of of slavery and the dude was like and then kanye took off on that like uh, i guess i gotta find the quote now god damn it why would you do this uh like wow we don't have to go down this rabbit hole it's two weeks old but uh i want to do you justice and not uh take it um take it out of context um so let me go find the quote real quick um so yeah um he was asked uh, um um oh this is a vox explainer jesus uh yeah i just want to get the actual quote anyway man the other dude presented the number so i and kanye even went and said that he's not dealing with facts he's talking about his feelings um he doesn't feel like um 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 he doesn't feel like the facts and the quote-unquote reality that the rest of us have accepted is real for him 
you know like i i, I really hate the center of discussion around his comments because i don't know that they're coming from a, a healthy place um and i think a lot of people are trying to stretch what he said into um something more profound because it's something that they believe so they're trying to turn what he said into their beliefs and i don't think he's saying that i I think he's actually being anti-facts with a lot of stuff he said uh the full quote to his answer which is the only thing people seem to have they don't have where the black dude brought it up but he says when you hear about slavery for 400 years for 400 years that sounds like a choice you was there for 400 years and it's all of y'all it's like we're mentally in prison i like the word prison because slavery goes direct to the too direct to the idea of blacks slavery is to blacks as the holocaust is the jews prison is something that unites as one race blacks and whites that we're the human race um so uh let me go back to uh your comments though he couldn't have been speaking on physical slavery mainly because uh slavery in america didn't last 400 years sanctioned formal slavery lasts about 240 years yeah they still had slaves in 1960 that they found so you say when he speaks of 400 years of slavery he's talking about mental slavery and anyone can be mentally enslaved i know people are familiar with the redemption song by bob marley one of the lines is emancipate yourself from mental slavery none but ourselves can free our own mind i interpret bob and kanye as saying we don't have to be beholden to certain belief system or thought process simply because we were taught or told to the the most common example i can think of which affects people of our creeds and races is religion religious slavery people live their lives day in and day out thinking that they are bound by chains thrust upon them by a man in the sky so i think kanye simply meant don't be a democrat because you think you have to don't vote a certain way or consider yourself a liberal because your friends and family expect you to be emancipate yourself from certain political beliefs or thought processes you put yourself in uh that latter part maybe that is what he was trying to say i don't think he necessarily conveyed it in the best way um but even still you know obviously um the real world implications of that in the low-key disrespect of that point of view and the anti-blackness of that point of view um uh it essentially puts well-thinking black people on this point of if you're not down with trump or republicans or um voting uh some something other than democrat then you're not thinking or you're you're beneath my my way of thinking and i think he presented it in a way that would inflame people but that's kind of what kanye does he presents things in a way that inflames people we can choose to be upset by it or not i've chosen to not be upset by it a lot of black people uh rightfully so obviously you know i'm not saying they shouldn't but a lot of black people were hurt by that shit you know that's what that dude van lathan told him to his face is like it hurts me the way that you're basically talking about us and you live in this life where you can kind of opt out of all the shit you talking about anyway like you rich you're you, you you got you have money you're famous you're um you know like you're living a life where if you decide i want to go be a republican there's zero repercussions to a person like you if anything you'll get a tax break like you live in a life where you don't have to care about us and I, and that hurt a lot of black people man uh he said it really was that simple um 
yeah i don't think what you explained was that simple at all but okay now i could write an equally long paragraph or three about how kanye was making an assumption that blacks who identify as liberal democrats haven't done the necessary work to consciously determine which party they most align with in other words just because he's ignorant doesn't mean everyone else is yeah he i mean the other part is he said in the interview several times he doesn't know shit you know i don't know this i didn't look this up i don't know that like these are just my feelings well we all have feelings you know but a feeling isn't the same as an informed opinion to a lot of people and i'm not place i don't the one of the reasons i really hate centering the conversation on him is i don't like to put the same amount of weight on an uninformed feeling as i do on informed opinions it's just everybody everybody's feelings and 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 opinions to me are not the equal value you know so i you know i that's one of the reasons i think you know this but you wrote in anyway but i think you understand exactly why black people have a problem with what he said um and i honestly hate that black people spent that much mental energy and work explaining why he was wrong because that was a very simple like he's wrong moment and instead it became this and i think it's because other people like you kind of picked up the baton for kanye and tried to put a framing on it where what he said wasn't ridiculous or wrong and i think it i think that's what people were reacting to all week and i'm not gonna do it like i'm not gonna get up here and get mad at you or tell you how stupid this is or whatever the fuck i'm like you if this is what you believe you then you you have every right to believe it but i i just i just disagree that it was as simple as that because he said himself he didn't know the facts so i can't really say oh he must have been talking about what idris is talking about because he knows the same shit as idris i don't think he did um but regarding the specific point of slavery being a choice he had a point and i wish people would stop and actually digest what he's saying before they jump on the he's crazy bandwagon uh dave Chappelle once said an episode of inside actor studio that one of the biggest insults you can call someone is crazy it's dismissive don't get me wrong kanye may very well be nuts but in my opinion his comments about slavery don't reflect that love the show keep up the good work idris yeah um i think his comments do reflect that um i would this is a good time to make a point about language crazy may seem like it's dismissive right and it is dismissive but here's the thing i'm gonna find another word but i still am going to dismiss what he said you understand what i'm saying like a lot of people do this kind of with the pc words like um don't call people stupid we now we call people this don't say dumb it's this it's that i'm going to find the word because we all know the feeling i'm talking about when i'm looking at an uninformed ignorant asshole and i'm about to just tell you i'm not giving them the space i'm not going to consider them and their opinion to be valid or or at least of any impact on my life so you pick the word i just put it in your court like crazy's out we're not saying crazy i won't call kanye crazy you pick the word because looking at the source it's that you know what i'm saying like let's like i don't want to give the dude too much weight because i think what he was saying was kind of on some levels ridiculous some levels poignant that's kind of what kanye does but he's not the guy to lead the discussion on this and i don't believe that he's saying what you're saying um and when you say slavery was a choice yes it was a choice by white people 
every fucking day of their life that they beat and brutalized us and i don't know if people just don't read about it people just don't care to be informed about it or people just think their feelings are more important than history but you know who else felt like this every day people that were enslaved man like like it's i think that's where the anger comes from because people feel disrespected to our ancestors you know we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the people that endured the hardships of what slavery had to be you know what i mean like if it wasn't for people that survived we are superheroes our people are superheroes so to put it in its most basic form is just it's a choice okay i guess it's a choice is it like being in prison is a choice but it's a choice that's reinforced by bars guards a system in place to keep you in there i guess you could kill yourself i mean you could riot but you still gonna end up either dead or back in that prison like we never like it's it's like the context is just lost on some people because they want to feel more powerful or feel like there was this alternative that just no one thought of when we were enslaved and you know and then once slavery is over which you mark this certain this mark where i'm like yeah but i count uh incarceration of black and brown people as slavery too me too i count the jim crow laws as slavery i count segregation as part as another uh remnant of slavery Mm -hmm. the civil rights era slavery you know what i'm saying like this shit ain't nothing but the new slavery and for a nigga that wrote new slaves it's kind of like interesting to see him come to this idea of just it was just a choice like it's not that simple to me but if you feel it's that simple i can't stop you from feeling that simple uh that it's that simple i mean but i can say nigga you crazy and move the fuck on with my life because i'm not expending the mental energy that ta-nehisi coast took to fucking put this in this proper context and place much smarter people than me have come out and told you exactly why kanye is wrong and you can go read one of their pieces i'm you know i'm sure that there's tons of people that took the time out that week to go use their degrees that they use to learn these things and study this stuff and actual cite examples of families and and revolutions and rebellion and what and what that takes like the form that that takes on um you can go read that because i refuse to acknowledge that opinion is valid and i'll just say that and i don't mean disrespect idris but that that's not what he was saying and even if that's what you're saying i still find that to be patently ridiculous uh show oh i'm sorry go ahead karen Mm, yeah, I, I got a lot of thoughts. But my biggest thing, and I think for me that uh, made a lot of people mad, is the they were talking about in the chat room the mental gymnastics that a lot of black men went forth to justify to say he was right. Mm. If a black woman would have said the exact same thing that Kanye West would have said, y'all same niggas would have dragged her up and down the timeline, talked about how stupid and how dumb and how ignorant the words she said was. Mm-hmm. So. I, I, like like for me, I don't want to hear it. If the words are ignorant, the words are ignorant no matter whose mouth it's coming out of. But it's something about the solidarity for black men that's real where they go, nigga said it, I got to support him no matter how ignorant or dumb or uninformed or uneducated his opinion is. Oh, and shit like that kills me. We definitely do protect black men like that. And a lot of black men identify with that because it's this macho, it's this machismo of like, i wouldn't have been no slave almost you know what i mean like i would have found a way to break it if you chose it then you chose that that's what it was but it's so unrealistic to me and and like 
more important than unrealistic it's ahistorical there's no idea that niggas today have about slavery that black people that were enslaved didn't have there's no idea not one they thought of and tried everything white people are fucking diabolical the system that was around slavery was fucking diabolical we were never even meant to truly be unenslaved none of this shit that is happening is because oh at some point the country realized slavery was wrong Mm -hmm. none of it like go watch a civil war documentary or something like it's just you know but i think niggas like feeling feeling like we like feeling a certain way and i and i i understand and empathize that feeling don't nobody want to feel like we wouldn't fight tooth and nail and find a way out of it but honestly dog like i said the same way that prisons exist right now and motherfuckers aren't like you couldn't put me in no prison i would we all know that if if something happened and your ass ended up in prison that's your worst nightmare because you know you ain't just getting out of that motherfucker you know like it's like it's very rare that a motherfucker escape prison whether they gotta kill somebody or whatever the fuck it takes to get out of prison and we don't go well that's because prison is a choice we go because prison is fucking ruthless ridiculous and um and, and 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 like they have thought of all the ways you can escape and very few people get out but slaves did get out of slavery not every slave died a slave but um in general it was it was like prison all through the half of the country at least and to me that's the same thing uh as like I, I like i said it's 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 a ridiculous thing and i guess you know i know crazy is a bad word to a lot of people but that nigga is crazy and y'all gotta stop y'all gotta stop because he he just making me realize how many other people are obviously do not have the sense of like they got drawn into it too mm-hmm. because that passion that, that he made the discuss the uh the point with it does like m- drive something inside of us that wants to like be like yeah rah rah but nigga no (laughs) no it's as simple as i can put it lisa Wright saying hey rod and queen karen i love your podcast one of my favorites so in the random thoughts segment rod was talking about captain america not making any statements that aren't that are politically incorrect or being amazed by the advancement in technology in the marvel movies you should check out the show super mansion on crackle there's a character called american ranger who is based on captain america and he will give you everything you're missing once again love the show we keep up the great work lisa thanks lisa do we got that don't we i think we do we do have no we don't have crackle but i've seen it on cartoon network it comes on adult swim sometimes and i've checked it out and it's pretty good uh but i haven't really sat down with it i just see like a couple minutes and then change it so i need to watch it uh uh, it looks good uh you two rock by jeff hey dear todd karen and all the tbgwt love your podcast a friend hit me to it and i am finally in balls deep for sure Uh, shout out to your friend bless you too you nail points on so many levels with wonderful humor and seriousness well mixed right you and karen make me smile all the way here in osaka japan where i split uh to right out of college in 1993 when i got a chance to teach in the exchange and 25 years later i'm still here i'm originally from queens new york city my family roots are virginia and sc this place has has its own bag of worms is its own bag of worms and racist as uh i guess racist as fuck too but things here come from the ignorance and foolishness taught by the racists that came here but yeah it's the japanese fault for not trying to stop it i was tired of that harassment racial profiling and all that we are bullied into 
enduring when there is no endurance to be had japan's ignorant and annoying but not offensive and deadly like home can be yeah i feel you on that well mainly ignorant and no guns you gotta it's strict over there with them guns they were like no 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 you make a good case nobody ever brings that part up when we talk about why we because i'm like i'm anti-gun we don't even need guns but uh yeah way less niggas dying over bullshit yeah you might get a stabbing but you can only stab but so long after i'm gonna get tired yeah way less white people answering their door with guns shooting up shooting kids your childish gambino and kanye talks were so on it and i love what you said about r kelly and cosby and how blacks will try to defend even when wrong because of mixed company hell yeah you're right and i deal with it with some of us here too yeah man i was just talking to some dudes at the gym about that this morning i was like you are not gonna trick me into defending bill cosby or r kelly because they black like how stupid you gotta be to fall for that one no it's okay he should be able to rape i mean he black fuck no uh, keep doing what you do and thank you you two are making a huge impact worldwide in our language i love you both all respect jeff thank you jeff he says another black guy who tips in when in nyc lol they don't tip in japan no. I, wanna, oh. I don't think that's a part of their culture okay cool cool i learn something new every day you know? some places it's like forbidden and americans go over there it's like an insult they be looking yeah. like you better keep your money i've heard that too vintage karen and rod hello you two lovelies i send out uh i send out a mental thank you to you two every week as i listen to your shows but i wanted to email you a huge thank you this week i peeped the, that quick mention on last week's feedback show about all the shows being available on the website it felt like uh we hit the tbgwt jackpot getting that treat too uh treat so i went back and listened to a few of my favorite older episodes i realized that most of my top favorites over the years are shows with mom and dad morrow or a discussion about music three musical related episodes i want to share all right yeah go to the blackoutist.com below the poll on every episode um except for like the latest 10 to 15 um it's on our website for free so if you want to go listen to some old episodes like not the premium stuff but the actual old episodes mm-hmm. they're all there um for you guys to go check out yeah you can stream through the site uh 733 other plate others plates uh the robin thick album discussion and compar- i remember that yes and comparison to lenny Wil- williams uh this absolute comedy platinum as was the discussion on twitter and the ridiculous hubaloo over people eating plates made for them by people other than their significant other i used to love i i used to have this episode downloaded and on the old phone and damn near knew it by heart oh thank you <laughs> episode 761 rhythm and battery <laughs> the discussion on jagged edge let's get married along with the new at the time video about a year after that episode one of my cousins had and her bridal party uh danced in their wedding reception to let's get married and i cackled to myself until the bride and groom sat down well i don't know why people tell you that shit at the wedding that is the most i just give up bitch let's just do it right <laughs> i guess you we ain't getting no younger we might as well do, do it. it like damn man don't well, don't flatter me i mean come on damn tell me how you really feel you know i got herpes and you got gonorrhea let's just get married fuck it we'll just get married I know. don't nobody want you and they don't want me right You'd you know like, you well, got damn. low scores on all your credit come on <laughs> <laughs> your student loans is high you might as well forget it come on 
we both gonna be in dead forever <laughs> let's, let's get, get married, married. Like, well god damn first of all <laughs> you knew that i was in a catch you know you already got two kids and i don't like them right <laughs> you know i don't want to really be their daddy you're like well damn <laughs> oh well, first man. of all you know your mama she is a bitch <laughs> i don't like your sisters either <laughs> oh man 400 be a lady tonight with amber p and goody that's well, one of my favorite episodes well y'all all got into the inner workings of the mess behind luck be a lady yes never look at this song the same yo that dude was so misogynistic when it don't look be, be a, a lady, lady tonight. tonight you should have just called it look don't be a bitch you acting <laughs> like a cunt <laughs> my god damn y'all y'all mean uh there are so many others to mention but those are moi magnifique y'all continue to be the best much love to you uh and uh asia from asia thank you thank you yeah i think one of my favorites is simping sunday or simping saturday that's another one i got a lot of favorite shows but the sip, yeah. that that gotta be i think out of all of them that's my number one yeah peppermint soap was good yes so anyway they're all on the site you can go find them uh we got this one from our boy tim aka black gaytheus pilot rod you and bossy were talking about school clothing horror stories on the latest this too much and i wanted to weigh in honestly i wasn't really bullied growing up probably because i was always one of a handful of black kids at a mostly white school in southern california and frankly i think the white people were either scared of me or saw me as exotic it no! also it also did help didn't help that i was six one at 14 yeah they wasn't gonna Woo! beat your ass yeah that's always that's that's the one thing too where it's like uh that kind of is the big equalizer on all this bullied shit like if you just be a big motherfucker it don't matter what yes i read comic books i'm gay and i fucking love dungeons and dragons do you want the six one hands or not and it's like no kids will be like nah i'm good actually on that uh i heard you suck oh my stomach oh i can't breathe um anyway anyway i think he really slapped the black of him there's this black over there on his locker (laughs) right uh anyway maybe it was just the culture of where i live too but the white kids weren't really all that concerned with what people were wearing uh i wore hand-me-downs thrift store fair garage sale clothes and no one was the wiser except for this one time yeah white people don't really care about that shit because for the most part white people already have value black people black bodies don't so we have to wear it on the outside a lot of times so we wear yeah, jerseys that, and, and, and that's why they'll like actually distress their jeans out and fuck their shit up and you be like you look like you you look like you took that random through the trash can and was like buy out and they charge you 55 dollars like bitch i could have did that shit for free yeah white people do shit like buy trucker hats because it's cool to look poor but they'll spend right. money on expensive ass designer trucker hats that they could have got a week ago for four dollars at the gas station come on but you know anyway in fourth grade my parents bought me this bright red shirt at, at the thrift store it was clean and i liked the color so the following monday i wore it to school with a similar pride to young Ern and his fubu shirt from the moment i walked into school every student pointed at me laughing at my shirt i had never experienced this before and i couldn't understand why these white kids had lost their goddamn minds and were fucking with and were fucking with me finally a friend of mine asked me where i where why i was wearing a girl's shirt come to find out the shirt i was wearing was a girl scout blouse 
that had cookies cookies crackers cookies and, <laughs> and blazoned on the front what made this worse is my mama was a brownie growing up and she didn't know that this is a girl scout shirt <laughs> i goes home and tell my parents about what happened and you know what they did they said boy that ain't no girl shirt ain't no those white kids and they made me wear the shirt again every day for the rest of the week damn by thursday my teacher called me in her office and asked me why i was wearing a girl shirt and i guess thinking i was so poor i couldn't afford clothes so she had uh (laughs) so she had uh brought a shirt for me to wear so i wouldn't keep getting clown i told her that my parents what my parents had said so she grabbed a pen and paper and wrote the best 53 percent letter to my parents ever written not 53 percent going no baby you understand i hear y'all but we consider this a girl shirt i say that because even though i never read what it what was on the note when i got home expecting the inevitable ass whooping i handed my parents from the note my parents uh my for my teacher my parents read it started crying and profusely apologized for making me wear the stupid shirt all week <laughs> from that moment on my parents never forced me to wear anything i didn't want to wear except for church clothes uh there was no compromise there uh in fact when we went clothes shopping my parents would just give me the money and let me pick out what i wanted oh that's nice which was fine because i still wore thrift store clothes and no one bothered me about it uh anyways hopefully y'all got a little laugh out of this like i did thinking about it again after all these years take care now <laughs> that yeah. is po thing but that's hilarious baby you wrote it to the right show because somebody else would been out here like you were abused <laughs> <laughs> you laughing at your mama abusing I, you i know them, them them former brownies were looking at like my girl scout teacher wore that shirt what's happening here boy that's some that's some evil though to make you keep wearing the shirt like i know right there ain't no girl scout shirt like see, mama see, uh, it took a 53 percent letter to get them to understand mm-hmm. your mama was on that kanye west listen i am free thinking Come on. the rest of them clothes are on the boy scout plantation nothing wrong with this okay wearing cl- fashion is a choice okay <laughs> <laughs> Well, they, they might as well have gave you cookies too and made a sale. Mm-hmm. I know what that letter said. Though. Stop it right now! This is stupid. This is absolutely ridiculous. Get get out of here! We are adults, and this is ridiculous. Cut the crap. That's that. That's that. That's that letter said to your parents <laughs> and bought them to tears. Mm-hmm all right guys we'll be back tomorrow um and i know we have a guest um it's my girl from cinema bun why am i drawing a blank on her first name um uh 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 uh, because she has a new series coming out called um tanya that's her name Mm -hmm. uh called wing chick and we're gonna help promote that so she should be in here tomorrow i believe uh at 10 a.m so we'll see you guys in the morning we will and until then i Love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.